Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting mistakes were made. Introducing once again. It's been a long time. Two Star Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. My name is Brett Bloom. Sitting here with the beautiful, the effervescent, the sweaty from the moving all day in this August heat, but the runny nosed. Still the jewel lodged in my dark, cold heart. Aww. Kristen Pennington. And we are here today to talk Zombievers, motherfucker. Why are we talking Zombievers? Because by the time you guys hear this, we will have broken 1,000. We are that fucking close, and I am that goddamn confident. Got Kristen drinking scotch on this brilliant oh. Oh Wednesday afternoon. No ice in it, because we used all the ice today, because <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> It's not even watered down, Scott. She's drinking straight out. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yep, we're here. <laughs> All right. I am not normally a scotch drinker, so. She's not a whiskey girl. So, but, I mean, it'll sort you out in a stressful situation. You know? <laughs> got old town Irish therapist slash bartender logic. Because in Ireland, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, I, I like that you poured so much, though, because my logic to not buying wine for today was that I didn't want to be hungover in the morning. Because yeah. in the morning, <laughs> we'll have already been in Montana by the time you listen to this. But in the morning, we will be hitting the road. And uh, We're on the he road pours again. half a glass of scotch as... Well, because we still got to eat dinner. The middle still of the gotta, road. Yeah, you've got a bath that you got to take. <laughs> You'll sleep like a baby. <laughs> scotch, baby. yeah, scotch in a bath. Now, drunk babies are the best baby. <laughs> it shouldn't be illegal to give them scotch, but it is, and I know that now. Some people do that for teething babies, though. They give them just like a little tiny yeah, oh, that's tradition. bit of whiskey. Yeah, or uh, when you get sick, you get a hot toddy. Yeah, my mom used to do that. She didn't do it to me when I was little, little, but whenever I was like a teenager, Mm -hmm. um, if we had like a really bad cough, she would put like a little shot of whiskey in with like honey and lemon and a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. Toss a cinnamon stick in that bitch. And I hated it. You don't like them? I don't think she put cinnamon in ours, but yeah, it was like. Yeah, tradition is you stick a a cinnamon stick in it so you can kind of stir it up. She'd always like go in the kitchen and start making it and be like, I don't want it, I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> She'd be like, I don't care, yes you are. I've, Hold your nose and throw it back. It's like it burns. I, I stand by it as a remedy. I don't get sick often. And uh, when I do, it's it's hot toddy day. I get a sore throat. <laughs> Having a hot toddy. You it never made me feel better, but it would definitely like ease the cough for yeah. a while. Well, the, the honey coats your throat. But we're talking Zombievers today. <laughs> Guys, we're going to try to do this episode just about this movie. Uh, but to be uh, brutally honest with you, um, the day before this massive uh, life event has Kristen and I very emotional. We've had to say a lot of goodbyes um, that have been kind of rough and uh, I've come close to tears I pushed that shit down like a man and Kristen <laughs> cried uh, 30 seconds ago so <laughs> uh, you got a little teary eyed yeah. don't judge me no, I got, I, I, you may not have let them fall <laughs> I sucked them back in <laughs> through my sinuses my sinuses were like don't be a bitch and we got the truck today so we have literally been packing all day long yeah and it's a hot 
day in August in Tennessee. And uh, figured, turns out when we're unloading this ship, it's going to be 70 degrees outside, cloudy, and the low is 50-something fucking degrees. So if I'm too hot at 77 degrees, I'll just start unloading at 6 p.m. <laughs> shit at the perfect temperature. 65 outside. I'm out in a sweater unloading that shit. I sweat through my pants today. I don't know if you've ever been so hot you sweat through your pants. <laughs> you were drenched. That's right. You came back in for lunch and it looked like you had taken water and splashed it yeah. into your face. You were sweating yeah. so much. It was dripping on the table trying to eat a burrito. It was a fucking nightmare. So this one might be a little all over the place, guys, but we're, we're going to try really hard to, you know, stick to the film. And It's zombievers. I mean, shit. It's the, the reason why you and I got into a relationship. Without Zombievers, we would have just been students that went to school together. Like we, <laughs> this movie solidified our relationship, and uh, re-watching it, we realized how drunk we must have been when we solidified our relationship, <laughs> because both of us had completely forgotten about maybe the last 15 to 20 yeah, minutes of this movie. there was so much of it that I yeah, forgot. I thought it ended way earlier than it did and I was like oh wait oh, what oh shit she bit his dick off <laughs> like the people that died certain ways I forgot like I mixed up characters in my mm -hmm. mind so yeah but it's been that was my valentine's present in 2018 so it's been like a year and a half Not that the movie wasn't for content. no the, the yeah I got you a, a, a tiny thing poster. on Etsy like the movie poster type but it's all hand painted but the point is we watched it before valentine's of 2018 yeah so it's been quite a while it's since we watched it since we watched this B movie together so, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys uh, for giving us the chance to watch it again um, and do this podcast literally 12 hours before we bounce out of this goddamn state. Uh, real quick before we um, get into the movie, um, I think we haven't mentioned these since it happened, but we picked up South Africa. Hell yeah. Greece, and I don't know if we brought up Virginia yet or not, so thanks to all three of you. Um, I don't know what you have in common. Just know that you all fell like in the same week. <laughs> so don't get too uppity there, guy in Virginia. <laughs> South Africa, fuck you up. Yeah, but yeah, thanks for listening. Is um, Greece a country? That's a joke. <laughs> it's going to go off on a whole tangent. <laughs> Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. It would have worked. It would have been a cute segue because I, I read that Ask Me Anything from the director today. They talked about geopolitics. Oh, uh, yeah. All of fucking Greece. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> go look out the AMA for the guy who directed this film he sounds like a funny fucking uh -huh. bastard I'm, I'm, I'm 100% for it but this is Zombievers Day I am so fucking excited about Zombievers it, <laughs> it remains one of the greatest goddamn films I've ever seen it, I had a hard time uh, coming up with any bads Kristen has a few bads and I have beaver facts. So stick around for facts about beavers. Because my <laughs> last fact, Kristen doesn't know it yet. And Ooh. it's goddamn awesome. Ooh. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Cool. Zombievers has an IMDb score of 4.8. Justifiable. If you are a bastard, I would have given this a 9. Do they run <laughs> a 5-point scale or do they run I a 10-point score? Yeah. I, I would have given it a solid 9.8. It would have been like... It, it, fix the animatronics and come back to me. Um, but Rotten Tomatoes 
uh, the critics over there were more on you know our side. They gave it a 71%. The audience, again, a bunch of dickless bastards, gave it 31%. And I don't, I don't you know, I, I, I often treat the audience score with like a level of respect, but I think this audience is too busy writing reviews for Shakespearean adaptations and they've got no respect for my beloved zombie. I'm curious who out there is watching B-horror films and then writing reviews the about them. Goddamn seriously? I mean, we do a podcast about them and we tear them apart, you know, like <laughs> weekly. But, but like, I don't sit behind well my computer out conversations. and be like, this movie sucks. It was a B-horror film. It wasn't yeah. meant to be. It was intent to be stupid and hilarious and, uh... It, it is. It's, it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> the budget on this. Do you want to do the budget? I don't have the number written down, so I'm going to let you... It was the thing that made Kristen laugh oh. the goddamn hardest. So, this is from the IMDb page. Oh, we never page. found the budget, but the gross. Yeah, um, we couldn't find how much they spent to make the movie. Um, Universal Studios, like, produced or released this film. Um, Which we both forgot and blew our fucking minds. We are like, wait a goddamn yeah. second. So this Universal was... and Netflix tied their goddamn name to Zombievers. <laughs> Forever grateful. This was on the IMDb page, and I found a separate number on the Wikipedia page that we didn't write down, so... This number's funny. To be fair, this could be inaccurate, but you have to submit your own movie to IMDb, mm-hmm. so I'm going to assume it's accurate. The opening box office weekend weekend, and the gross total for the film are both the exact same number. <laughs> and that number is $8,163. We spent more money going to college than they spent on this movie. Or they yeah. got on this movie. Yeah. So... I, I'm happy that I paid for the special edition version of Zombievers just to put a little bit more money in their pocket. <laughs> I hope that 8163 wasn't the active number. I hope that they have not counted DVD sales. So if you're, listen, yeah, if you're listening to this and you have no access to Zombievers, you can buy it on Amazon for like 15 bucks. You get the special edition for about 20 bucks get the special edition the uh extra dvds uh shit like all the special features <laughs> the, the garbage we'll get into it um but you'll have zombievers and you would have helped out one of the greatest directors i'd say since uh, brian de palma who's that i don't know i might have mixed up some directors it's probably a person i'm bad with names so um but this movie went to was it the Tribeca Film Festival? Well, that was it. That was its open, like its, yeah. its show was at the yeah. Tribeca. So I. If they can do it. So can we. <laughs> and that's been the motto of this relationship. That's, that's the mantra. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jax. That's the mantra. We watch garbage movies, and you're like, well, somebody bought that. So <laughs> how, like, if you can make a movie about zombie beavers, that is just nothing but puns. Then you can move to Montana. There's people right now, their heads just goddamn exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have a friend comment on it saying that it was still better than Sharknado? Yeah, and it is. Have you seen Sharknado? <laughs> yes, I have. If it, what was the one I sent you the other day? Or it was, uh... Fuck. I don't know. It was hilarious, but uh, it's gone. Characters? So our, our characters for this film, um, we're going to kind of have to tie them to things because... Let's be honest here. These were all just 
like B actors. Yeah, B actor cardboard characters. They were just there to get eaten by zombies, and everybody knows that. And that's why it's awesome. And uh, the first one we're gonna get into is Mary. Mary's the nerdy girl. Um, then you got Zoe. What do you have written down for Zoe? Uh, Zoe is the horror survivor. <laughs> I, instead of putting real descriptions for like these characters, I amused myself at the diner for the last time. Uh, I think yours are funnier. Writing you funny descriptions. Why don't you do the character? <laughs> so, uh, Jen is the blonde turned beaver. Who? Uh, Mary is the nerd cheater. Zoe. Man, you're writing a poem over there. <laughs> Zoe is the horror cheater. survivor. Holy God. Sam is cheater no dick. <laughs> Tommy is flat as a pancake, and uh, Buck is the no-leg pirate. God damn. So, those are our characters. <laughs> and then there's also a uh, drum roll. Smith with a Y. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> no, I'm getting to him. Smith with a Y is the hunter that walks You called him Smythe earlier. because yeah, well, I, I... Forgot the... I also got drunk this time watching Zombievers. <laughs> Forgot the punchline. Yeah. And uh, now, nope. now and Winston, Winston's the neighbor. Oh. It's yeah. also the name of my cat. Now drumroll. But most importantly, and the uh, best actor in this goddamn thing, goes by the name of Joseph in this film. And his name is Bill motherfucking Burr. <laughs> John Mayer is also <laughs> in this movie. Bill Burr, whom you may recall, Kristen, we saw at the Ryman. The yes. Yeah. It was a very, very belated Valentine's present. <laughs> it was, I gave I gave you Zombievers, you gave me Bill Burr. <laughs> well, you gave me books, too. Yeah. And uh, we went and saw Bill Burr like <laughs> three months after Valentine's. <laughs> and uh, Kristen had to sit behind a pole because my initial seat was behind a pole. And she goes, I'm not going to take you to go see your childhood hero and then stick you behind a pole. <laughs> so Bill motherfucking Burr. I learned today that his, uh, oh, with secondary drum roll, because there's also another important person in this film. In this film goes by the name of Luke. Most of you guys will know him as John Mayer. I said that already. Oh. <laughs> I snuck that in while you were talking about Bill Burr. <laughs> you didn't give John Mayer his proper introduction? <laughs> to, be, to be frank, I did not recognize John Mayer. Cool. I, then I realized I don't know any of John Mayer's songs. They may, so <laughs> they may like... Burr looked a little more like himself, which I feel like he'd be hard to disguise anyway, but they made uh, John Mayer look like a trucker. He had like a big mustache and all this, so he yeah. didn't look anything like himself. <laughs> but they are the hilarious guys who are the reason why this whole situation, because Burr can't stop texting on the phone. <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah, it's really all a PSA about don't text and drive and, you know, beavers won't eat your children or that uh, line where he goes to check the deer and he's like, I don't think it's going to make it. He's <laughs> like, oh, well, they carry diseases anyway. <laughs> check the front. <laughs> <laughs> They're the God, best part God. of the movie. God, I, I love Bill Burr. Um, I have some trivia. Do we want to do that next? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was actually, speaking of John Mayer, his first feature film acting debut. Has he been in many films? No, he only had like one other feature film. Like he's done a lot of like music videos and stuff like that. And I think he had like a couple of short films listed, but he's only got two feature films on his IMDb anyway. And um, I want to know what the conversation was and how much cocaine 
there had to have been to get Bill Burr and John Mayer into yeah. Zombieverse. Yeah, to get them to agree to that script, which is a, it's a pretty funny movie. Like it, It's fucking hilarious. I, it's all sex puns, but it's all fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, I remember thinking I liked it in that cheesy B-horror film type of way, and it's actually a pretty clever movie. Yeah. Like, we went back and rewatched it, and I was like... Okay, like I, I appreciate you. Yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> if you've not seen Zombievers, turn this shit off. Go watch Zombievers. And then come back, listen to this. It'll be ten times funnier. <laughs> um, Don't turn it off, though. We need the downloads. <laughs> <laughs> um, the body count for the movie was ten humans, two dogs, one bear, and one deer. And then um, I think I screen captured this last one let me look that up on my phone real quick so the end like after the credits roll there's like a little uh end credit scene and um the like it shows a bee feeding on a deer and it um goes from that to a beehive yeah and uh, there was like a person that like commented on it, like, "Oh yeah, end result is zombies." <laughs> Which and was my my whole theory while we were watching. It. I tried to make that joke fifteen times, yeah. and you're like, "They're not making a zombies movie." <laughs> but even the director made that joke. <laughs> the next film in the franchise would be zombies. And then and Zombieyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, at the end of the credits, in regards to the animal animal cruelty uh, statement, they put no animals were harmed in the making of this film. Although the bear <laughs> did receive a purple nurple, not our fault. He started it. <laughs> My final final trivia. In case you were wondering how they pulled off these incredibly fantastic, super realistic, both looking and sounding beavers. They were voiced by a human. And that actor played eight in Tim Burton's film Nine. Yeah. And he also played Lardnar in Invader Zim. Quality I mean, did, voice acting. He did a shitload. Like I went to that dude's like Wikipedia page and there was just countless video games and animated shows. Like he was Megatron and like some sort of animated video like, game, yeah. Yeah. It, this dude is Next level. So they got <laughs> Bill Burr, John Mara, and that dude. <laughs> like, guys, I got a crazy fucking idea. I would like to hear that pitch, though. How did they go? So we want you to voice act in this. Yeah. But we just want you to scream like a beaver. Well, I think maybe, like, I think the writer, and don't quote me on this, it was either the writer or the director used to write for Saturday Night Live, and I wouldn't be surprised if that had a major part of it. Like, he's hanging out with so many comedians. If you get Bill Burr and then John Mayer comes to Saturday Night Live to do something, you get John Mayer because you're like, hey, we got Bill Burr. He was here last week. We told him he wanted to make a zombie beavers movie. <laughs> Lo and behold, down. he needed an extra fucking $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> This came out in 2014, so I don't know at what point Burr was in his career then. Oh, he was blowing up. Yeah. He started blowing up in, like, 09, 2010. He's just been kicking ass. I'm not going to suck his dick all day on my podcast. Go listen to his podcast. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else, or are we ready to get into the film? I have the top line of the film. Oh, yeah. Gotta wake that dick up. <laughs> 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 
when uh, is it Buck? Uh, and yeah, Buck Zoe. And, Zoe. <laughs> and he goes, we haven't had sex in like two hours or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was. And he's like, I feel that like my dick's asleep. She just starts groping him. He's like, gotta wake that dick up. <laughs> they're trying to dick, convince. Wake up. <laughs> they're trying to convince Jen and Mary to let them because it's a. The concept of the film is it's a girl's getaway at a cabin because one of the girls has recently been cheated on by her boyfriend, so the boys are no longer invited. Do you want to do, like, a synopsis? I think I technically am. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) So uh, the boys are no longer invited on this trip that they were previously invited on, and um, as you do in B-horror films, they show up anyway. (laughs) <laughs> and that's where that line comes in. Zoe's trying to convince Jen and Mary to let the boys stay with them in the cabin. And dun, 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 dun. Irradiated zombie beavers attack the cabin. I mean, they have to. And shit gets wild. <laughs> shit goes fucking sideways from there. I thought you were going to do like a full introduction. And I was like, wait, we're not watching. Like one of our normal two stars where there's actually like a plot and then it no. disappoints us. This, no. this is like our <laughs> Stitches podcast. Um, yeah, we can grab the goods. What's your first goods? Um, I thought the first time we watched it that it wasn't a bad film. Like I, I remembered it just being kind of another B-horror film that was like kind of alright, but that was it. And um, on re-watching it, it's actually... There's a lot of kind of cheesy sex puns, to be fair, but it uh, is it's actually... the whole dialogue <laughs> of the entire fucking movie. <laughs> it is actually a very clever, funny film, though, yeah. that, like, hardcore pokes fun at traditional B-horror films. Like, there's a lot of instances with, like, um, you know, they, which we'll get into that in a second, they kind of do a role reversal on... Mm-hmm the roles characters play and then they kind of trick you about who's the main character versus like who dies first and all this stuff and then um like the cell phone thing you brought up um yeah where they all get the cell phones uh or they we've talked on the podcast before about how in our current day and age everybody has a phone so you don't need to like they had to in the 80s uh disconnect the landline uh which they do in this movie which is on my good list um but um, the cell phone issue got handled in what I felt was a very effective way. It was set up intentionally so that they could just spend time together with no boys and no cell phones. One of them sneaks a cell phone in, finds out there's no service, and boom, you're in the movie. Now they can never use their cell phone. They never did use their cell phone. It never got addressed again. You've effectively killed well, the one thing we all carry in our pocket. They do address it right away. Um, yeah. Mary, who I guess her family member owns the cabin, yeah. was like, yeah, I did that on purpose so you couldn't text your boyfriend. <laughs> so, like, they immediately address it. So, yeah, they were, like, clever about a lot of stuff like that. And even the opening sequence with uh, Burr and Mare where, like, that's a, I feel like a standard cliche in horror films. Like, you run over... Yeah. something and it sets off the plot like, the ambulance uh, drivers and Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween 2 I think they were ambulance drivers I haven't seen it in quite yeah. a while like the, the dude hits uh, like an elk maybe hmm. or, or it might have just been a deer but it's the whole reason why Michael breaks out and is running free that second time is huh. the escort crashes and uh, he was just like well I ain't just gonna hang out back here 
I'm six foot nine, and I gotta go to a strip club to step on a stripper's head for a solid three and a half minutes. The <laughs> first example that came to my mind, which may not have been what the filmmakers were thinking of, was I know what you did last summer because uh-huh. they run over the dude, they think they killed him, and then, you know, he comes back yeah. for revenge. Um, but yeah, like they, they even make fun of that, like Burr's openly texting while driving and Mare's <laughs> like, you see that up ahead, right? And he's just like, yeah, uh-huh, totally yeah. do. And he's like, okay, I trust you. <laughs> and then of course they run over it. But like a lot of like clever punchlines yeah. and a lot of funny sexual innuendo, like yeah. the beaver comment. And the, um, what, what we learned today was most of the scenes with Mayor and Burr were just improvised. It was mm-hmm. just off the top of the head. It's like, all you have to do is create a funny moment that leads to us running into X. You know, <laughs> boom, we're off to a start. And then at the end, it's, it's fucking incredible, too. But what were we saying? Oh, uh, the I was just saying there's a lot of funny sexual innuendo, like whenever Smith first finds... The girls swimming in a lake before the guys show up, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, we were just looking for beavers," because she sees like a dam, and she's like, "Oh, maybe there's some cute beavers over there." And Smith goes, oh, "Hell, ain't we all? Ain't we all?" <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of like funny little like obvious punchlines, but yeah. there's still like even the beaver, which you—that's what the poster that you got me mm-hmm. is of the beaver climbing towards the chicks. The beaver eating the beaver. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's kind of. Obvious yeah. jokes, but they're funny and, and the they're one well that delivered. I, the more subtle one that I picked up on that you didn't catch, you know, is when uh, Zoe and Mary are on the highway. Mary's pointing the gun. Zoe's got the axe. Zoe gives her an axe wound. See, I've never heard that before. It's a it's a really dirty term that most of you guys out there you you, you know axe wound. Um, <laughs> you'd hear it from your uncle when he was drunk. <laughs> It's, it's a split. No, I, I, I get why now that you've explained it, but when you just said it, I didn't get it. Yeah, it's like an old, old not an old, old, but like like maybe 50s, 60s, like local alcoholic term for a uh, vagina. <laughs> in case you weren't keeping up. <laughs> There's a lot of those, like in the movie, and I feel like we missed a few that we can go back and, and rewatch it oh, next yeah, year. Oh, tons. You know, but no, that, that subtleness is... Um, but sometimes it's like over the top overt yeah it's a pun heavy film and it's just <laughs> that's awesome it's it's cleverly done for yeah. the most part though my my first good isn't even on the paper I thought of it while we were while we were talking about Ooh, that is our uh, little fan fiction theory that we had when we watched it which was that this is a remake of Scooby Doo oh I forgot about that um because you've got the girls, you've yeah. got the nerdy girl, you've got the flirty girl, you've got the uh, blonde-turned beaver. Uh, I don't remember how they worked out with the Scooby, because I don't know the Scooby-Doo character. Um, I said that Mary reminded me of uh, Velma. Uh-huh. Um, Buck reminded me of Shaggy. They, yeah. ha- they have a dog with them, if we want to call that Scooby, uh, which... Poor Scooby. Um, and then Sam was kind of like the Fred character for me. Uh, I guess Jen might have been Daphne. I didn't really have anything for Zoe or Sam. but oh, I thought Tommy, the guy in the Letterman jacket, was the... Did I say, did I say it wrong? Yeah, Tommy is yeah. Fred. Did, did I say the wrong yeah, Not all the characters fit into our theory, and we're still trying to work it out. 
but there's a solid theory that this is just a Scooby-Doo film. Well, that's another, which is kind of why it leaned me that direction. That's another one of my goods. Like, they had a really pretty opening sequence of, um, like, whenever Burr and Mary get in an accident, like, a barrel falls off their truck and, like, floats around in the river <laughs> for a good while. A highly pressurized barrel yeah. filled with radioactive waste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, floats, like, in this long <laughs> tidal sequence down this river. Mm-hmm. And, like, when we were watching it, you made a comment about the credits that they were showing during the sequence being kind of cheesy and that it was distracting from this really pretty shot of this barrel floating down the river and it was like that silhouette style of these characters just running and keep running into all these situations and like you know they'll fall off screen and then come running back Mm -hmm. through and I was like this reminds me of something you would see like in a Scooby-Doo episode like the characters just running and then they shine the flashlight and it's like (laughs) oh my god there's the bad guy it was very similar to that Zombies <laughs> ate my phone once. <laughs> <laughs> I need that to be a drop. Can you, I'm gonna pause. Nobody right. make any sound. Do Ready? it again. Where are you? The zombies ate my phone once. That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. Four or five more times. Because I'll. You said zombies instead of zombievers, but. Okay. Scooby-Doo-Doo. <laughs> fucking sitting here making your children happy but you're psychic good um, weird for me to comment on this because Brett always brings up the titties but I did not remember that there were dick pics in this movie no. and we get full on dick pic real dick pics flashing over a screen the, the, before you ever my, see any titties. My only complaint with the dick pic is that is not an angle that any self-respecting man takes the dick pic. I, I would not know. <laughs> well, have you ever received a dick pic? You, there's an artistry behind the dick oh. pic. you got to silhouette it to an angle, make it look, you know, bulkier. This was you all... You your 45s? Yeah, yeah, this is all just flash direct down shot where you get that little bit of hair nobody wants to see that guys if you're gonna out be just out there sending dick pics get creative saying her first trip you know you're in a competition of the dick pic you gotta diversify the dick pic can't just keep taking the same dick pic was that Zoe Put that was getting... Put it in a jar of peanut butter. Blow her fucking mind. Was that That's... Zoe that was getting dick pics? Uh, she was the one in the back seat, right? Whoever had the phone, yeah. Yeah. It had to be Zoe and uh, Buck. Yeah, Which is kind sure. of funny because you had them the wake that dick up comes back around after yeah. they get there. <laughs> wake that dick up. Yeah, you see dick in this movie before you see any sort of titty. But you do see titties. I'm just saying it's the perfect film. <laughs> Fun all around. Watch Everybody with, gets yeah, a watch little it with your grandmother. <laughs> Don't watch it with your grandmother. Um, my technical first one that I've got here is that it leaves itself open for a sequel with the zombies. And uh, Kristen had a good point. She goes, "Do bees eat flesh?" And I Wikipedia that question. And what you find? Googled that question. I didn't Wikipedia that question. I found an article saying that in the tropical area there is a certain kind of bee that does indeed eat flesh for protein. Which was news to me. Yep. So zombies, if you listen and dude who made this fucking movie, I want to be on your writing team. <laughs> I'll be just uh, consider this my app. That would be terrifying though, because like. How do you fight that off? That shit stings you before you even know it's there. Yeah, no, it's uh, basically malaria. You just make zombies about malaria. <laughs> I haven't seen killer bees in a really long time. I need malaria to go back and read. Malaria mosquitoes, but you could 
Yeah. <laughs> use the same concept. Just like this movie, didn't want you to text and drive. We could teach people about the dangers of malaria in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Where we have a new listener. Mm-hmm. Synchronicity. <laughs> um, my next one is the role reversal. So, mm-hmm. she's not technically a virgin. Um, Jen is the blonde character whose boyfriend, Sam, cheats yeah. on her. She's like the virgin-esque character. Yeah, and um, while everybody is very loudly hooking up in other rooms in the cabin, <laughs> Sam's trying to make a move on Jen, and she's not having it because dude cheated on her. So, go you, Jen. Yeah. And um, they lead you to believe for... Like, the first half of the movie that Jen is the main character and Jen is the focus of this film. And turns out, Jen gets dead dead. Jen gets beavered. Jen turns into a beaver. Jen twerks against the front door. Yeah, and that's one of my bads. Uh, We'll get to that in a bit. White girls, be careful how you twerk. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, the girl that you think the whole first part of the movie that's this... She's the only uh, blonde girl. The other two are brunettes. This virgin-esque character um, that isn't hooking up with anybody and, you know, is going through this heartbreak. Like, they spend a lot of camera time on her and you think, oh, she's the lead and she's going to get out of this because bullshit cheater dude and she's going to get her revenge, which she does. Um, In the biggest way possible, (laughs) which is a direct callback to the original Last House on the Left. We'll get to it later. <laughs> but she turns into a beaver and she dies and then that's it for Jen. And then it's a playoff of who really is the main character. Because yeah, for and a while we thought it was Mary mm-hmm. and then it turns out to be whore survivor. <laughs> Zoe the, the whore who woke that dick up. <laughs> woke that dick up uh, and killed all her friends and fucking came out the other side. Uh, Probably... On she, some trucker's dick on the way home. She made it to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. She got run over by Burr and Mare at the end of the movie. There are no survivors That's in right. this film. That's right. That was the, the joke <laughs> at the end of the movie. So nobody survives this movie, but the whore makes it the longest. <laughs> Did you see her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the same joke. They made it. It works so much more. They bookends it. <laughs> Bookending's an important thing in film. If we're gonna, you know, be serious for a second, <laughs> we talk about bookending all the time. You want a great example of bookending? Zombievers. If you're in college right now, going, "What the fuck am I gonna write my thesis on?" Zombievers is the way to go because it's technically one of the greatest films that I've ever seen because it does all the right things, like from an academic angle, right? Um, and it's the funniest piece of shit you're ever gonna watch like it's it's fucking fantastic i mean piece of shit like great it's not you know the godfather obviously it's like sunday cartoons when you're stoned hanging out with your girlfriend it, it it's it, 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 it's a great movie <laughs> write your thesis on that get your fucking master's degree <laughs> Maybe I'll write my thesis on that when I get my master's degree. I might just write a thesis. Like, people in college make it sound difficult. <laughs> like, you gotta do a thesis. It's like, oh, you gotta write fucking... That's what I do. That was for the record. If Brett, the University of Montana is listening, I'll, I'll write a thesis. <laughs> that was for the record. Uh, Brett cracking Jax's bone, not his knuckles. 
and then throwing it behind the chair. So <laughs> can't get to it. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> All right, what's your next good? Um, the theme song at the end of the movie, they legit hired an orchestra, hired a dude who sang like an old Frank Sinatra-esque song <laughs> about zombie versus the movie. <laughs> and that's what plays during the closing credits. Yeah, it's like an old, like or not old, but like an 80s or 90s film. So like... They used to do that a lot, like the Roadhouse theme songs, all about beating people up in a bar. Uh, the Men in Black theme song, like they have a whole album where it's like in there they were, and there were aliens, and there was a dude who <laughs> blinked vertically. Yeah. I have to go retrieve this bomb. You there feel might, bad? Yeah, there might be an ad in there. I'm out of goods, so I don't know. I was going to say, I don't want to keep rambling on because Brett still has goods left. And, uh, My back hurts. <laughs> it's hard out here for starving artists it's trying to move across the country. Wouldn't you trying to drive a Penske, Penske truck to Missoula? That's a weird plug to make, but since Brett brought it up, uh, Penske trucks you get a good deal they have <laughs> loans so is this your attempt at a non-existent <laughs> yeah. yeah penske trucks they have good trucks <laughs> wow is a good price i mean dodge we has do. built dodge oh God. Tough, i'm just trying for? to say if you're trying to move across the country and you're struggling to figure it out they've got out a penske. damn good deal going on right now though for real with like no upfront payment if that's a thing that you guys are into which is a thing that i'm into and well you gotta put like, down your credit card oh, number yeah all but. that stuff but like it's small payments that you can pay off your trip so if you're uh, an ambitious creative person who can't afford twelve hundred dollars missing directly immediately uh, you can get yourself on this payment plan and, and uh, move across the goddamn country figure it out from there weird plug it was incredibly low interest and they don't charge late fees they don't so. charge late fees but your goods <laughs> what are you doing my goods <laughs> again I pulled my penis out on a podcast gets laughed at. No, she... Smith is a, another one of the role reversals because he is the, you know, quote-unquote, uh, local yokel character. And with the exception of his immediate creepiness, like, he's just concerned that they're not wearing modest clothing. Yeah, he did, which that reminded me of another good that I forgot to mention, so I'll bring that up after this. But um, they did a really funny little line where the first time he meets the girls, Zoe is topless, and he tells her she should cover up because there are, you know, good people with children around. <laughs> and uh, in the middle of the chaos and the death and the destruction, yeah. he again picks her up later, and she's got still relatively revealing clothing on, but her boobs are covered. And he's like, I thought I told you to cover up. <laughs> His concern in the middle of a zombie beaver outbreak while everybody is dying is that this woman will not put her tits away. <laughs> it's a it's a very fun role reversal. I like that. Uh, speaking of Smith, though, that reminded me. Um, there may have been other ones that were a little more subtle that just didn't like stand out to me, but uh, there was one jump scare that I remember in the whole oh, film. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, it's when Buck comes back and super eats Smith's face. <laughs> and he just pops up out of nowhere. And it scared the shit out of me because it was the only time they did it. And um, B-horror films are kind of notorious for yeah. overplaying the jump scares. So they're very well, predictable. Well, that's been one of our major complaints with you know the B-horror genre is the overuse. It's like you're going to hit me 30 times with it, like that one with the blind girl. Mm-hmm. Um, going to hit us 30 times with it. Uh, we stop jumping around the fifth time. You, again, if you're writing your thesis paper, Zombievers has one <laughs> jump scare. And it's and it got hyper me. fucking effective. And I've seen this movie before. Yeah. And it got me. It, it was brilliant. Again, I love this film. Um <laughs> The beaver eating beaver scene remains fucking incredible. Um, the ingenuity of the beavers, particularly when they come together to chew down the trees to smash uh, Tommy, like they're taking people out with trees. Uh, and when they eat the phone line. When they eat the phone line, I damn near pissed myself. I had that as a bad. It's one of your bads? Yeah, like, okay. No, the beavers are fucking sentient zombies. <laughs> okay. This... That didn't happen in 28 days later. <laughs> the human zombies weren't cutting the fucking phone lines. These beavers just figured that shit out. I'm, I'm going to argue with you there. Um, okay, argue this, with me. I'll, this I'll is... punch you right now. <laughs> Over there drinking scotch, getting, you know, rowdy. <laughs> This is a B-horror film mm-hmm. that makes fun of B-horror films. So I, I will forgive it to an extent, but they did a couple of things at that level where it was so ridiculously <laughs> over the top that I was like, eh. Like, it's too much for you. Twice. Like, in both separate houses, the beavers tube down the cord lines, and then I have another where I thought it was a little extreme for my bads, but we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I... I was like, okay, they're poking fun at that because that does happen in B-horror films where like, oh my god, the phone lines have been cut, you know? And the fact that it's so ridiculous that beavers chewed the phone lines is kind of funny, but at the same time, I was like, oh, it's kind of over the top, though. But again, effectively taking away the means of communication. So if you're writing a fucking thesis paper, they killed the cell phone, they killed the landline, these zombies, beavers were fucking geniuses. <laughs> and they're cutting up. down trees, they're working in a pack mentality. Like, you pissed off the wrong damn. <laughs> they covered their bases too there, because when the girls first realize they can't use their cell phones, they're like, well, what if there's an emergency? And Mary's like, well, it's okay, there's a phone line exactly. or a landline. And then the beavers chew the landline. <laughs> well, I'm tagging it to my goods. Um, <laughs> But that's, I also tagged the scene in Stitches where he got stabbed in the brain twice as one of my favorite scenes in, in horror history. It's <laughs> fucking eye gets popped up. Um, yeah. Go go back and rewatch and re-listen to Stitches because if I was going to compare this to anything as far as... This is better top, than Stitches. Oh, Saw Beavers kick Stitches right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my last one is... Again, uh, we, we already talked about it, I guess, but the puns in this fucking movie are over the goddamn top. Like, p- dads around the country are celebrating zombievers. <laughs> creepy uncles that have, like, creepy a room that definitely. women are not allowed in, but little boys are. They love zombievers, and so do I. <laughs> we don't have a room where little boys go, though, to clarify. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Epstein? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Under the bands? It's all you. All I've got left oh. on my piece of paper is beaver effects. So I'm just going to try to defend zombies. Okay, I, I, I will admit, and I said this to Brett, I was nitpicking a little bit because yeah. overall I really like the film. Not because it's, you know, a classic no. piece of horror cinema, but it is a funny, fun it, film. It's fucking awesome. Um, so I was nitpicking a bit, but hands down. The beavers are the <laughs> the worst. Like you see them in the beginning of the film when the barrel like blasts yeah. whatever is in it all over them, and they are literally just animatronic beavers that are timed to turn their head yeah. from left to right, and they move in sequence with each other, so it looks all that much more fake. Yeah, and it's super bothersome because Jurassic Park is a classic. That was made uh, 20 fucking years ago, and the animatronics that they had made you believe they were getting chased by a T-Rex, yeah. and it still looks like they're getting chased by a T-Rex. Even today, yeah. So, like, well done. you got Bill Burr, you got John Mayer. <laughs> you got that super cool voice actor guy. Why not get the dude that kicks ass at animatronics? Robots are awesome. But... Even Jaws, like, they realized some of their scenes where they used the robotic shark weren't working, so they cut those scenes, and what they left in, it looks like a real shark. Oh, yeah. Again. Um, we're, we're sitting here, you know, 20 years after Jurassic Park, you know, unless the intention was to have ridiculous looking zombies, which I could, I could I, see. Like I would, but I, I would, would think that would be the one place where they wanted to like nail the zombie. But again, they only made eight grand. So I don't know what the budget was going in. <laughs> I, I would concede there and be like, well, maybe they wanted them to look silly if they hadn't very briefly touched on it and the extras on mm -hmm. the DVD because you show the guy like building them and there's this cool skeletal sketch where it looks really creepy and then you see like the skeleton and then he puts the fur on it and like the beaver sitting in the shop pre being put into the movie looked more realistic yeah. and more scary and they even showed the animatronic it beaver smoother yeah, yeah, they showed the animatronic beaver attacking a dude, like, holding it, and its head was just whipping back and forth, and it looked, like, convincing, like, that was just a rabid beaver, yeah. like, going to town. So, I, I don't know if it was, like, they put CGI on top of them, because some of the beavers are Or whoever clearly, was holding the remote control didn't know how to operate the yeah, thing properly. They, they didn't look as good in the actual movie, yeah. for whatever reason. It wasn't smooth, it was jerky, and you're like, that's a robot, mm -hmm. you know? Like, that kind of takes me out of it. And then they did this weird thing where after you're a zombie, everybody has these cloudy, white-out eyes, and it didn't look like remotely well, realistic. Yeah. Well, the beavers did, too. Well, the beavers just had the whited-out eyes. Like, the girl, like, had the cloudy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it looked super fake. Like, it did not look good. So, I, yeah, the beavers were hands down the worst part of the whole movie, which is... Simultaneously, the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> I fucking love zombies. Um, if they if zombies are that jerky and that slow, I feel like I could fuck up a field of zombies. Well, then towards the end of the film, when shit just got super chaotic, they were like super fast and super intense, which is another complaint of mine. Speaking <laughs> of inconsistency with your zombies, we've talked about this before. Well, they they get into the house to chew the phone line, which again is kind of like, okay, you're making fun of horror films, but then cringy because 
They also show the beavers crowded around the house like a pack of wolves. <laughs> and all you see are just eyes staring in the darkness. And this is a wood cabin <laughs> that they're staying in. So at any point, the beavers could have been like, let's just chew this shit down until yeah. we get in. Why and didn't they eat that when they were like non-zombeavers? Why yeah. Why did they just deal with it? I and mean, like, Smythe wasn't doing a goddamn thing about the beaver infestation. If he was a better hunter, this wouldn't have been a problem in the first fucking place. They, and they throw the one slain beaver that's in the house out to this crowd of beavers that are just sitting outside. And he's like, is that what you want? And I'm like, this is silly. They're just sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. And then the tail end of the film, they just shred everything. Yeah, they just fuck everything They're popping up, up through the floorboard. It's, uh, it's uh, Yeah, th- that part. I don't like inconsistency my in my zombies as we addressed and uh was it the resort where yes. at one point they could just be handled and put up in the shooting gallery and the next thing you know they can chase down a helicopter and yeah fucking, like, yeah so gotta I, be consistent with your zombies that's why i think the phone line bothered me if it hadn't had both of those i would have overlooked the ridiculousness of the phone line yeah. but it was a little too over the top with the beavers at points for me. Yeah, they were too organized. Why are they terrorizing these people? Does it turn them on sexually? And then Jen specifically <laughs> grows teeth and nails and a tail. And yeah. nobody else who gets infected does this. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But they kill, didn't they kill Sam pretty quick? Oh, she, it happened to her immediately. Which one was Sam? Um, cheating boyfriend. Oh, uh, do they ever show him as a zombie? He gets his dick bit off. Do they show him? I didn't come mean back? Sam. I meant Buck. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he he gets killed pretty. But quickly he doesn't have after. the big teeth when he tries to eat dude's face. Yeah, and they do show one of the human characters chewing. We can't remember who it was chewing down a tree with a that beaver. Was- my favorite that was pretty funny so maybe yeah maybe if you're a zombie long enough but like Jen went from trying to make out with Mary to instantly turning into a beaver and a zombie all at once yeah so So it all happened in like one scene where it's like you're gonna watch a lesbian sex scene it's like no you're just gonna watch a beaver eat a woman instead of a woman eating a beaver apparently <laughs> how the beavers communicate is by thumping their tail so yeah. Jen well that is an accurate beaver fact twerks outside the door <laughs> thumping her tail and if you're gonna be a white girl this day and age twerking you better have an entourage of black friends teaching you how to twerk or a beaver tail you know or a beaver tail <laughs> um uh, let's just go ahead and address this. The uh, <laughs> extras. We we bought a DVD with yeah, extra that, well, features. That's my only real complaint. I'm I'm beyond happy that we were able to give money to these people mm-hmm. because I, I love this fucking movie. But I bought the one that had the extras, thinking there was going to be thirty minutes of outtakes and like a little bit of a behind the scenes like interview, and we watched all of them in about 10 minutes and <laughs> i think less i think it was less than five yeah. minutes it was, was the guy was like it's about zombie beavers and i was like i just watched the movie my dude like, <laughs> i want like 
video of you pitching that idea. Like, I, I want something of substance. Yeah, and like they did, I will say, have one cool bit where they showed each of the actors' auditions and then showed the actual scene immediately after yeah. their audition. So you kind of got to see like how they improved like when they were actually in the moment. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, they teased us with like, yeah, you're getting to see the behind the scenes. And then two seconds later, it was over. And it was, I was like, one, one deleted scene. They yeah. ran with literally every idea. <laughs> they are like the L. Ron Hubbard of the fucking Zombievers world. <laughs> Make that joke because L. Ron Hubbard has written more and published more than anybody else. He started Scientology and never did a second draft. So. <laughs> Steps to that joke, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that made me sad, though, because behind-the-scenes footage is my favorite part. Yeah, no, I want to see what you guys took out and, you know, like, judge whether that was a good idea or a bad idea. The one they put in, I was like, well, fuck, that would have just improved the scene. Yeah, uh... Mary, is it? Yeah, Mary's yeah, making... She's like listening to trance music or some shit. Yeah, like she's that. listening to some shitty band and she's making the case <laughs> to the other two girls while they're in the car driving to the cabin about why the band is actually good and clever because they're shitty on purpose and make fun of other shitty <laughs> exactly. bands. Exactly. It plays on itself. <laughs> if you would have established that scene, you more than else would have been like, hey guys, we know what we're doing. Uh, let's have fun. It's yeah. basically this movie. Yeah. Uh, my that's why the critics were, you know, the critics caught that, the dickless audience and <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes didn't catch that shit. My final bad is kind of a funny, like I actually laughed at it, but uh, just to poke fun at the character. That was like the moment in the film where I had like the, I think we're watching Scooby-Doo but with the zombie <laughs> beavers moment. So there's a zombie beaver in the shower, which again, how did it get into the shower? <laughs> but um, Without coming through the yeah so the whole group crowds around each other to go like see what's going Mm -hmm. on and they're all like crowded you know in this little hallway hunched together and i think if i'm not mistaken sam had the bat originally and he's too chicken to go through the door so tommy takes the bat away from him and tommy's like the blonde one that to me like was kind of the fred-esque character and like in Scooby-Doo, Fred was kind of always the dude saving the day, but he was also kind of the blonde idiot character. <laughs> and Tommy is holding the bat by the top of the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck holds a bat that way? It's like, you did not grow up with a father. <laughs> you were just going to hold the bat. There's no leverage. Did no. you not learn about fulcrum points? What the fuck, dude? And plus, you got to stand close enough to it that you're going to yeah. get bit, too, if you're holding it that way. So I was just like, I think... This gang is the kids from Scooby-Doo just kind of stumbling into solving mysteries, but none of them are really all that bright. Yeah, none of them are all that bright. They just get drunk, hang out. They're, they're us, okay? <laughs> we would get eaten by zombie beavers. We wouldn't because if we were hanging out drinking with, you know, our friends, the degenerates. Uh, but you'd all every, have guns. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Like, hey guys, why do you remember how we just uh, stored our firearms responsibly in the next room so that none of us would shoot each other in a drunken rage? I think uh, we should reverse that idea and go kill those goddamn zombies. <laughs> That's all, all I have for the bad. Yeah, I'm all for the two way. <laughs> That's <laughs> so all I have for the bad, so I want to hear some beaver trivia. You want to hear some motherfucking beaver trivia? I do. You, are you ready for this? Oh no, am I? Beaver trivia. Um, beavers 
are descendants of an ice age creature that resembles the beaver much in form, but instead of a uh, flat tail, like a beaver actually has, it had an elongated tail like you'd see on a dog. So it had a spine that ran all the way down to control the tail. And uh, they were known as castoroids, I think. Castoroids is what I'm going for. So they were beavers on steroids. They <laughs> That, I didn't catch that. That's actually exactly where I'm going. These motherfuckers, okay, they were around in the Ice Age. They were eight foot long. They weighed roughly 200 pounds. And they were semi-aquatic. That's madness. They were beavers that could float around in ice water and walk around on snow... And they weighed 20 pounds less than I do. <laughs> and when we looked on the scale, they would have gone up to about my elbow. They, I'm six foot two. Okay, my elbow is pretty high up from the fucking... <coughs> this is not a <coughs> German Shepherd. Jacks, for those of you that are on our Facebook pages, weighs 71 pounds. This is a 200-pound beaver. <laughs> You know what makes that ten times more terrifying? Is my next zombie fact, which is that their teeth contain iron. The enamel in their teeth is made of iron. So when they're chewing on wood, instead of softening their teeth, it sharpens their teeth. They chew on wood to sharpen their teeth and hang outside of their motherfucking face. Can you imagine a 200-pound, eight-fucking- Foot long beaver. It's an ice age dude just trying to like figure out like how to develop the rest of your brain, and you're just like stabbing shit because you don't know, you know, any like you, 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 your baseline reptilian, you know, really is a human being. And you look up, there's an eight foot long, 200 pound beaver that is just eating. I don't know what they ate. I don't know what they sharpened. Did they just did, did, did they build dams out of rocks back then? <laughs> like that had to fuck a wolf, an eight foot long, two hundred pound beaver. <laughs> fuck that, dude. And you got rocks. Like we're still like they haven't figured out how like like we're we're. 25,000 years away from the fucking Bronze Age. <laughs> Some people in caves, the pyramids haven't been built yet. <laughs> How the fuck do you deal with that situation? You're like, I got a stick. But you don't have a name for stick. Like, you... you, you just understand like that it exists in the, in the moment and you're not going to be able to comprehend this in 15 minutes. Like you, That's where you are <laughs> evolutionarily. And there is a 200-pound beaver. I'd start believing in God, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what happened? Uh, Grandpa once killed a beaver and it fed the village for a year. Could you imagine killing a one? A 200-pound beaver? for a while. What other animal can we think of immediately that is that fucking huge? 
Mm-hmm. Man would be like taking out a bull mastiff, like one of those like big ass bear dogs, like just fucking. But it's a beaver with really sharp fucking teeth. It's I don't think how to slow they were. Life. Like, did they move fast or? It's, I don't think it matters at that point. Uh, I think it it's does. like a, no. I think it. I, you don't go swimming. I but... mean, they're fast in general, so I would assume that they ran like grizzly bears. Like they're roughly the size of goddamn grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big motherfucker. <laughs> that is not a small thing. Shit. The uh, largest dam is in northern Alberta. Hmm. It is 850 meters deep. Wow. It was built by generations of beavers. So like father taught son, son taught son, son taught son, son taught son. Dad, I don't want to be a carpenter. I don't care. Yeah, and we wasted all this time trying to build the Hoover, and that took (laughs) one generation, and it's useless. crazy that is really big we can learn a thing or two from the beavers um and my last one my favorite beaver fact that not even Kristen knows am i ready for this is that lily elby was the first male to female sexual reassignment and it happened in germany in 1930 was that a beaver? Or what? He got one. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, I need to end it on a sex pun. You could not have gotten a better pun. I Googled that with them. my phone to the side while we were at the diner today to be like, when was the first sexual reassignment search? I legit didn't know he was going to say that, so that, that was not planned. <laughs> <laughs> I was very so, confused. So, uh, to all of our uh, transsexuals, or is that still the politically correct term? I don't want to upset anybody. Mm. Uh, God bless Lily Elby. And uh, God bless that whole community. Do you want to kind of take a minute to give a personal update on everything that's going on? or? Uh felt like that would have been smoother if I was like, God bless Lily Elby, God bless you, I love you, and I love you. <laughs> that would have been a much smoother. We can edit around it. You want to redo it? <laughs> no, I think uh, we may, probably not this full setup with our Yeti, but I may bring my little audio recorder and we may do like a little mini podcast from the hotel or something. Uh, Is it out somewhere? Yeah. We should like get clips from the road. Yeah, I've got it set out. Yeah. It's my my camera is uh, the batteries are charging. So whenever we leave tomorrow, I'm gonna try to podcast of like random conversations. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do some video. Uh, we'll try to do some audio. Uh, I gotta fly back with that equipment, so hopefully it doesn't look too sketchy. Um, but yeah, so we may do a podcast from the road and do a personal update on that day. Uh, Brett may do some personal podcasts without me. I probably won't just because... I plan to do at least one with Nick. I'm going to give an attempt at uh, like solo podcasts on our normal days, but they may only be like 20-minute things where I'm just kind of giving the update about what it's like to move and how much I miss you. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, outside of that, it's just total chaos, you know? We're going to go mixed or fry and reflect on the fact this is 
that this is Brett's last night in the apartment and all that good stuff. So be safe out there, guys. I, I had this conversation with uh, Josh today and uh, I hope he doesn't mind that I'm bringing it up. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, you listen to us make this decision, finalize this decision, and now you're listening to us um, follow through. And it's going to be a wild goddamn month, and it's terrifying, and that's what we talk about frequently um, outside of such things. Um, It's hard saying goodbye. It's terrifying saying goodbye. Um, It's hard giving up a a place that you've stayed in for so long. Uh, It's scary going, well, I got the degree, but, you know, why chase it, you know? Um, But if you're listening to this and you're stuck in a situation that's complete shit and you know that you're better than, Penske will loan you a truck for a hundred dollars a month until you fucking figure your goddamn life out. <laughs> and I believe in you, and Kristen believes in you, and you should do everything you can to get to where you want to be before that spark dies. Because at a certain point, I think everybody convinces themselves that they're just stuck in a situation, and the truth is, you just have to lean in to how fucking scary life is. run with it. So we're getting in that truck tomorrow, five, six o'clock in the morning. Unless that guy's coming to the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in a month, hopefully less, I'm going to be sitting in a one-bedroom apartment with a dog, two cats, and the most beautiful woman I've ever met in my entire life. Mm. I don't know what I'm supposed to need outside of that, and that's okay. I love you. I love you more. Most. I mean, that's just a flat-out lie. But if you're out there and you're hesitating, I get it. I've been there. You've been there. Um, We're literally moving tomorrow Tomorrow morning. And while we were sitting at the truck rental place, I was blowing through all the possibilities of how this might fail and they wouldn't let us have the truck. And it's... All we learned is that the people in Tennessee that work for Penske are having issues with their new payment plan. (laughs) It's very scary. But it's... uh, if you have the courage, doable. Yeah. It's just talking to one person over at the Penske truck place. It's just talking to the cute girl that you're sitting at, um, your screenwriting class with. It's just getting the nerve up to tell her that, you know what we should watch tonight? We should watch Zombievers. <laughs> what harm could that do? So take care of yourselves. Um, Take care of each other. 
stick around, it's going to be a rocky road. There's uh, no safe places out here in the real world. But what is the American dream if you can't load up a goddamn Penske truck and drive all the way across the fucking country? We paid taxes here. So I love you. I love you. We love you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>